Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Yeah, but you let me talk about this. Yeah. So uh, an overseer was chosen when the interview process dredged up a man known only as Soup Can Harry. <laughs> <laughs> he refused to provide his legal name, which he referred to as a rank and number branded by the government. Oh, hell. Believed... oh he's a sovereign citizen, dude. Let's <laughs> yeah, yeah. fucking go. <laughs> and believe the government used taxes to fund Illuminati, Freemason, sex parties. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to uh, the BuzzFeed of podcasts, where there, we'll go over a listicle of the rest of the Fallout vaults. Uh, <laughs> my name is James Miller. Uh, who are you guys? Great, great job introducing the show, James Miller. I'm Ethan Palmer. Great job saving Jamie's intro to the show, Ethan Palmer. I'm Peter O'Donoghue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought we were Watch Mojo. You know they're local? They'll hire you if you have your own laptop in Montreal. Oh. Watch Mojo. I don't know yeah. what Watch Mojo is. So it's they're like the top ten anime betrayals people. Okay, I've seen the name, but I, I couldn't tell you what they do. Yeah, they're listicles they're they're a list they're a listicle sweatshop basically. Is, well, is uh, pretty much what that is. There's pretty much AIs that can do listicles these days. I think so. Uh, yeah, yeah. And this podcast is written by an AI. We'll say. <laughs> What's the Fallout AIs? They always have uh, interesting names. The president was a Zax. Um, and then there's like the Protectrons. Mm-hmm. I was going to say the Robobrains, but those actually have a brain inside of them. Yeah. Uh, the Sentry Bots are the big military guys, right? Yeah, yep. the, Robo, the Robobrains have a, a real brain in them, but they are artificial intelligences. They use the brain as a processing unit, right? Oh, is that right. how they work? Yeah. yeah. And I know the the I just did the mechanism storyline in Fallout 4, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Since last time we played, I played a bunch of Fallout New Vegas, which I'd never played, and Ethan's played a bunch of Fallout 4, which he mostly hadn't played. So. Yep. Yeah, and played uh, almost at all. Uh, and you've done almost 60 hours in two weeks, so fatherhood yeah. definitely pretty good. <laughs> I mean, that, that's misleading. I, I leave it running a lot. Oh, okay, yeah. uh, but I'm probably at like 25 hours of so like game game time, probably right, like right, half right. what I have. Uh, I'll often just like, you know, I'll be playing and then my daughter will start crying. So I'll pause. And then before you know it, I'm going to sleep and it's just still like <laughs> just pause. Basically. Yeah, he can like vats feed his daughter now. It's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, extra, extra, limb, extra limb damage when feeding my daughter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Her soft little Michelin arms. Yeah. <laughs> so cute. Yeah. Um, so I did not go back to the Bethesda well this week, personally. I yeah. Know. I'm the I'm... only one, the odd man out. I have a lot of time in Skyrim, too. Uh, let me check. Mine wouldn't be too inflated. Maybe an hour or two here or there, but I think I played most of what I played. The Elder Scrolls. 
Well, that's because your daughter's old enough to feed herself, right? Yeah. 40, yeah. 40 hours I put in uh, in okay. six days. So pretty cool. That's pretty good. Not yeah, bad. with Not bad. with a full-time job and um, rating and wow at the same time, too. So very good. Yeah, two, full-time two, two full-time jobs. Yeah. yeah, exactly. How much sleep have you gotten? And now I'm realizing it's just like, so you, you've got work, and then you've got 40 hours in one game and your mm-hmm. rating. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you, if you set your life up right, my friend, you have so much time for yourself. You, you can get full <laughs> night's sleep. You can have 40 hours of video games, 40 hours of work, and time to spare. So, uh, <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you do amphetamines, you can do anything. There's well, so yeah. much time in the day. <laughs> no. I'm saying I sleep eight hours minimum a night, man. I got sleep apnea. I need it. Oh, okay, yeah. 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 You know, there's a, speaking of amphetamines, um, you know there's an Adderall shortage? No. Like the next... The next supply chain that's like got a little kink in it is the is the Adderall supply apparently. So, oh. my ex girlfriend used to do tons of it when she was in university. Part <laughs> well, of the problem. I like yeah. uh, this is a good uh, comparison actually. There's a hazelnut shortage too, and a lot of the. Oh top- my god! Is there? Because like my wife has been looking for the hazelnut creamer for like weeks really? now and she jokingly said like what the fuck is there a hazelnut shortage or something there has <laughs> been it's not new there has been for a long time you want to know why nutella what? of course oh yeah nutella. i mean they're 90 percent of the world's like hazelnut yeah. production and yeah. and use i think so and university students are starting to grow more hazelnuts to try and help combat the hazelnut problem so you know what who else what else university students like adderall so I bet you uh, university students they're are going to start, start making oh, Adderall. No. They're start growing Adderall. Adderall. Yeah. They have their little Adderall bushes, and they're going to pluck them at harvest time <laughs> under the harvest moon and you know, fill their, their uh, prescription cornucopias up and yeah. you know, present them on the table for Thanksgiving. Yep. Adderall would grow in like a pea pod, right? Like every individual pea would be like a... Oh, a little capsule of Adderall? In there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, you, you have to harvest them one at a time, so it makes it really hard to not like take an Adderall to help yeah. you with oh, the, yeah. the task, but... Yeah, uh, yeah. You can't do Adderall raw. If you know a lot about Adderall, it used to have, uh, it used to be able to just be like a, a pill that was pressed, but now they put it into tiny little balls inside of that capsule, uh, mixed with other things, so to prevent people from crushing up and snorting it as easy. Uh, and, oh, and that's I mean, if you, it's a plant's defense. Adderall. It's a plant's defense. Yeah. It kind of evolved <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that way. Yeah. If you do well, one well, Adderall, you can definitely focus pod, right? yeah. to separate it, right? <laughs> well, yeah, there's ways to do it. I think like one of the powders is orange and one of the powders is white, and you can crush it up and separate it if you're really meticulous. But uh, that's yeah. someone that I knew in university who is really into it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like they were very into their ADD medication. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They were very passionate about their health. Not too bad all with this. <laughs> all right, so let's uh, skip on to um, uh, the vaults. So we did up to vault 87 last time. We're going to pick up at 88 this time. Uh, Ethan and I are both coming back with a little bit more experience. Uh, I, it, I wrote this like three weeks ago, so uh, I'm going to catch up. Was eighty seven the? I think I, I I think you do eighty seven in the main story in Fallout Four. It's the the rich people being subjected to like like poor people uh, living standards or whatever. It's like a, like all the high functioning dignitaries and they just like jam them into a vault. Uh, and it's like all the toilets are just like they're like separated by like a shower curtain instead of like proper <laughs> stalls and like um, 
I, I don't know. It was that. It was 87 or it was 114. Maybe we'll get to it today. Yeah, <laughs> we should get to it today because I don't remember that one talking about it yet. It, Vault 87 was in Fallout 3, uh, and it was a secondary research. Uh, it was basically super mutant testing. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you do go there in the, in the Fallout 3 quest um, to get the Gek, right? Yeah. yeah. And where it's where you find Fox. Yeah, and they... they yeah. Eventually, the super mutants take over the vaults. Uh, we talked a little bit about like the both male and subject female subjects become asexual at first. Uh, males get stronger upper body, females get thicker skin. Um, and after about ten days, uh, oh, I'm thinking of uh, I'm thinking of Vault 81, which was the they were like spraying them with like hidden spray nozzles of different diseases, and then like trying out like the vaccines and stuff on them. There's like vault 81 was like there was a built vault and there was like a secret vault attached to it that was full of like vault tech scientists who were just right. like experimenting on the population in vault 81 okay. and now that's the mole rats right yeah exactly yeah and the, which they... you get you get a permanent disease which like i didn't realize and i was just like yeah sure give the kid who's who's Austin. sick the the medicine i went to go get or whatever and then i'm like yeah. walking around is i just have like the permanent little like debuff like n- indicator on my screen i'm like what is that and i like check my status it's like permanent minus 10 hp debuff and there's literally no other cure in the game i was like oh, okay i guess it's not a big like 10 hp like as soon as you get to like if you're not if you're above level 10 it's not such a big deal honestly. Yeah. yeah yeah no good d goes unpunished dude yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. well like <laughs> we so you 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 go through and you can you can do the quest without getting the disease you just have to never get bit by a mole rat like you they can't hit you essentially okay. ever or you or you can track the disease and you you go through the vault you find like the vaccine uh-huh. uh and there's a companion that comes with it curie uh yeah. and you then and you have this dialogue, the right? she's the robot right yeah well she's like a mr handy model robot and then yeah. there's, uh, there's yes. another quest line where you like put her into a synth body and she becomes like a companion right or she's always was a companion but now she's like a synth like human looking companion i guess okay um but you get to you get to the end and you're you're like talking to the doctor and i was like i read like all the terminals and like because it was like an interesting vault and everything uh but i clearly wasn't paying attention to like my own status effect because i you get to the end and you're talking to the doctor and it's like your dialogue options are like yeah sure give him the give him the vaccine no i'm keeping it or like let's split it and i'm like (laughs) the fuck would I care if I split it? Just give him the vaccine, whatever. You know, I yeah. gave him the vaccine. And it's like, oh, it's I was saying that because I was diseased and there was no like <laughs> dialogue that ever mentions it. It's just like a very small pop-up on the side of your screen, I assume. Yeah. That's yeah. like you've contracted this. Uh and like never is it ever mentioned. Like nobody says, like, oh, you got bit. You seem to be sick as well. Just like talking of on Fallout 4's uh, shortcomings in the dialogue department. It was yeah. just like a why is why is my character offering to say this? It doesn't make any fucking sense. But it's like, oh no, didn't you check your status conditions before engaging into a dialogue? You, yeah. you fool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I think that one too. Like it was originally a bunch of scientists coming up with the cure for for this disease, and then the scientists get locked in, like just the scientists, and they have to they basically live out their life there developing yep. a cure and they fall they die and the cure's developed and they give it to curie or curie the the robot and she just waits after, at the door for 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 commands she's like yeah. i have the cure now the humans will tell me what to do with the cure surely uh and yeah. she just waits there and waits there and waits there and i guess until you show up but i'm not sure yeah you let her out and you have yeah. to you let her out and she does like uh oh my 
you must work for Voltec. That's the only reason you would be here. Kind of like robot logic or whatever. Oh, of course. So yeah. like I can accept commands from any Voltec employee. Yeah. Uh, and then you you basically just say like yeah you can leave and then she becomes she won't leave and if you you could just like walk away and just like you take the cure and then you can just like leave the vault and she'll just stay in that room even though the door's open now just because nobody's told her to that <laughs> she can. Leave. There's no sarcastic genie. I wish for you to be free. Dialogue option. <laughs> there is a sarcastic option. I, don't, I couldn't tell you what it is, but there's always yeah. a sarcastic option. Is Curie voiced by Robin Williams? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just doing a bunch of improv. Yeah. Uh, so let's hop in Vault 88, our first vault of the day. That was uh, where we left off the last time. Um, so this one is in Fallout 4, Vault 88. It's in. It's northwest of Quincy, Massachusetts. Okay. Nice try. <laughs> <laughs> um it's a testing facility um for experimental productivity boosting equipment to be used in other vaults so oh it's the adderall vault yeah (laughs) (laughs) fuck yeah dude yeah i love it when a bit comes together yeah it's the adderall (laughs) vault they also do other product like like boosting things like uh installing uh, thumbtacks into your beds because we can't have people sleeping can't sleep too much or too confidently, right? Yeah, or, or you wake up the moment. All the public benches are slanted so the homeless can't sleep on them. Yeah. I love a good over-the-top satire of real-world capitalism, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just making these like, up. Uh, the the like something is just like oh yeah hey babe do you want to sleep on do you want to go sit and hold hands on the like sh- the she hulk attorney at law anti homelessness bench <laughs> they're like they like taken out the they painted the back as an ad for she hulk and it had like the whatever like the studded rods in the middle there yeah. oh my god yeah so this vault was never actually completed because I guess they didn't have enough Adderall to get it done uh, oh yeah it, yeah. But overseer Valerie Barstow becomes a ghoul and recruits the sole survivor to help complete uh, the vault's experiments. Uh, so the quest in Fallout 4, uh, you open up uh, other sections of the vault after a raider encounter. One to look forward to. I can't remember this one at all. It's, did you do every single vault in the game? I think so. I, I mean, despite my misgivings with Fallout 4, I definitely I feel like I discovered every location. I have, I, maybe not this one yeah that's like so much time in a bethesda game like i don't i don't think i've discovered every location in, in skyrim at this point i'm sure like yeah. i could play and just like randomly stumble across like one thing be like oh i've never seen this before you know like yeah I, and it's probably few and far between and for skyrim anyway at this point but yeah yeah uh vault 92 in fallout 3 is up next uh this is in only maryland only fans only the only, only fans. Mar- yeah. Uh it's the world's best performers were invited to Vault 92, but they're musicians. Oh, this one. This yeah. is the musician one where they just bombard them with white noise till they go fucking crazy. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they bring in the people with the best ears in the world to preserve musical talent is like the goal. So you bring in all these like hoity-toity musicians and um instead of having them write down their best songs, uh they just blast white noise into their ears. It, this is uh, part of Agatha's song, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they do that in a prison, Baby Shark? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they got they got slammed online, and I'm sure no repercussions were had for the the yeah. security guards who did it. But. Yeah, but they also they've been doing that again, like no consequence. Like Guantanamo, they do that all the time. 
Waco, yeah. Texas. I think they did. To oh, them. Don't say don't don't say Guantanamo. They do it like that's just like yeah. They they do it in Guantanamo. It's totally they fine. invented it there. Yeah, it, it's it's fine. They're they're doing it in Guantanamo. That's a government facility. It's clearly fine if they do it. I trust you know? them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they, did, they did it at Waco too with the Branch Davidian. Yeah. It's a government facility, so they play like I'm proud to be an American, but at least I know I'm free. But for like a week straight, you know, uh, I'd proudly stand up. <laughs> Sound of a gunshot in the mouth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. pretty good. You have to go get a, a Stradivarius violin from this vault, right? For Agatha, the old lady. Uh, I I didn't write it down. That's if you remember I think, that. Yeah, because I know so. Agatha's song. You can like unlock a new radio station if you get the last surviving violin for an old lady, and then she plays uh, uh, just plays classical music on the radio. That sounds familiar. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Me not knowing, like I don't recognize that from Fallout Four, <laughs> but like Fallout Three, I'm like I know exactly why you go there because yeah. that's a, that's a game I got a thousand hours in. <laughs> By the time you go there, uh, it's infested with bloatflies and mirelurks. And all the musicians are dead because they killed each other because of all the white noise. They just went crazy. Right. Yeah. Bees love music. That's why it's full of bloat flies. Do bees love music? Well, they dance know. to communicate, so that, may, that would make sense. Yeah, they, 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 they got a little bit of rhythm. Yeah. I love, um, I know we've talked about it before. It's, it's something I'd love to cover one day, but I, I want to rewatch the show. Venture Brothers, like some of their goofy ass villains. Yeah. One of them. Frog. Uh, Brick Frog, yeah. Um, one of them is White Noise, and he is like a white supremacist cable repairman who, in an accident, his entire body just turned into White Noise. So he's just like the silhouette of a guy in a prison jumpsuit, and he's just all TV static. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God he's a White Noise as a supremacist. He wouldn't be able to handle himself as a... Any other color of noise. Yeah, brown noise yeah. or whatever, yeah. Oh, the brown note? Yeah. So next up, uh, we are going to Vault 94 in Fallout 76, the worst game. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah that, that that's that's something we can all agree yeah uh, yeah we, we've had different takes on fallout 4 in the past but and having never played fallout 76 it's the one i have the least interest in yeah hard not recommend yeah that's, uh, uh, that's a... i mean i'll say the one the one good thing going for it is the same thing that from my point of view eso has going for it even though jamie i know i know you like eso whereas you don't mm -hmm. necessarily like 76 mm -hmm. uh it's just that hey it's it's expanding on like these worlds and like eso did it in such like to such an extent like there's so many zones there's so much lore that they did like kind of just like canonize based on on those games um and they seem to the lore that i've, I've seen of, of eso at least uh, jamie's done most of the, the research on 76 in these two episodes um but for the eso most of the lore that i've read it does seem to be like in line with like the quality and you know style of the other elder scrolls games so i'm not sure yeah. if they have like advisors from like you know source advisors or something like that working on it with them but, but and uh, yeah and ESO just... they they never said anything but we're going to be an MMO like they they delivered yeah. on what they wanted to be and it, they yeah. did they're a fine MMO but uh yeah I don't know Fallout 76 just failed on what they wanted to deliver I, I can see it being fun like if all of us had it instantly downloaded and all hopped into a game together and there was no trouble finding each other in the world and we could just embark into the world together but yeah i'm i'm absolutely sure that if we all got the game it wouldn't work out that easy it would be like i mean also, i it have it on game pass and your guys yeah. are gonna have it on fucking steam and there's probably different servers and it's just yeah. like some stupid bullshit like that right yeah but yeah no 76 not great 
Uh, I, I like it. That's fine out there. Listen, I found out, uh, by the way, we covered Vault 76 the last time, but Vault 76 had about enough room for 500 people um, in it, which is probably about what um, the peak people playing it at any given time is <laughs> so th- those 500 people who left the vault to set up the new world are accounted for it's uh-huh. oh it's 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 in canon with the lore actually it's yeah. not underpopulated it's not a dead game it's 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 lore accurate exactly yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. yeah. uh so fallout 76 uh we weren't talking about the vault 76 so we we're talking about vault 94 uh you can find this vault north of dolly sods wilderness in west virginia and it's a social experiment testing the viability of pacifist belief systems in post-apocalyptic conditions. Um, okay. So all inhabitants are nonviolent religious community people. And um, and they're butchered like hogs by <laughs> a neighboring vault where they <laughs> we were experimenting with different beliefs is what I'm assuming happened here, right? Yeah. I, like, me... I like to think that they maybe turned on each other and eventually just, you know committed those horrible, horrible things uh, against each other and just proves that pacifism doesn't work <laughs> when faced with just any other uh, group or community? Um, so I'm looking at what actually happened now. I actually forgot what happened to this one because I didn't play it. Um, so eventually, um, um, Wastelanders started trying to get in and Vault Tech was like, hey, people, pick up a gun or something. Just, just for oh. safety purposes, grab a gun. Uh, if someone attacks you, don't attack first or whatever, but just self-defense kind of thing. And uh, all the people... Yeah, the pacifism was ignored, uh, or the advice was ignored. Pacifism was preserved. And uh, paranoid outsiders gained access to the Gek Wing with little resistance from the pacifists. And they thought the Gek was a mind control device uh, or machine. And the Gek okay. is just like to set up the, the Garden of Eden. Garden of Eden creation kit. Yeah. Yeah. This is what you use to set up a new town after um, Fallout. So all the <laughs> all the wastelanders open fire onto the Gek unit, and since it's a I'll, nuclear, I'll tweak de- out on Adderall and Jet. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> open fire on the thing that would give them a place to live, and it resulted in a level six nuclear explosion um, with seven point eight k rad a second. Um, so, uh, yeah, there's a bunch of mutations if you go there. A um, bunch of mutants and a lot of rad. So. Okay. A bunch of hippies should have just picked up a fucking gun. Yeah, and that's <laughs> that's the the lesson for this one today. I guys. didn't know that the Gex were, like, briefcase-sized nukes either. I mean, I mean it makes I've... sense. Like, everything is vacuumed. Yeah, every, everything, everything's nuclear, so yeah. I'm not surprised at all. Like, that's a, the, the, the magic in, in this in the fallout world is like nuclear power can do literally anything right yeah like, yeah it I doesn't do a lot of the, the regular stuff like the internet that we enjoy or like yeah. high definition tvs or, or color tvs you know even <laughs> 70 years into the future uh but it can just make magic so yeah. i always imagine the gek is like you know like the salesman briefcase that has like the little folding out drawers on the little arms of like a tackle box kind of mm-hmm. i always imagine that with like a little like flip up chemistry set with like the the <laughs> rod with a little that the little electricity goes up and, like <laughs> just like eyedroppers that you can start terraforming with like yeah. I, I never really in my head because i've never seen one open in game and it's the size of a fucking briefcase so i always imagine yeah. just like you know like 
two seeds in a little drawer I, in a little compartment. And I, like always, two I always pictured it as a uh, as like a life raft. Like it's a little suitcase, but you pull oh, yeah. it forward and then it just like <laughs> unfolds into like a just a know, fervent a, a soil. Town. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and like. like a, functioning town with farmland and pasture like yeah Yeah. las vegas uh just like or new vegas just like completely unfolds deployable deployable las vegas yeah but it's still like a bounce it's still like bouncy castle textures right so you've got like inflatable like hookers on the on the street in uh in new (laughs) vegas just like just like like kind of like shaking in the wind a little bit as they inflate. (laughs) the future is here Uh, so Vault 95 we're on to, and that's Fallout 4. Uh, this is southeast of Natick, N-A-T-I-C-K, Massachusetts. Um, sure. So this is, uh, they took a bunch of addicts. And, Adderall addicts. Yes. Man, it's, it's really, really, really u- usable, this uh, this Adderall shortage in our Yeah, episode. I'm glad I read that headline and not the article three days ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So uh, it's a social and medical experiment. They take addicts uh, to an experimental rehabilitation uh, center, which is a vault, um, and they're encouraged to remain clean. So uh, they keep them all clean for five years. Everything goes great. And then they open a secret door filled with chems after five (laughs) years of sobriety. (laughs) Lovely. (laughs) Uh, inhabitants uh, initially recover from the addictions like I said everything goes well but as soon as they find out about that secret stash uh, everything goes fucking crazy um, five years seems like a long time though I wonder if like some people could resist after five years or if it's just like a switch just like instant instant return to junkie yeah I mean people I mean, yeah. if, you're, if you're struggling with addiction do seek help like I think for a lot of people it is like it's a lifetime yeah. oh, okay, if, you're, yeah. if you're actually predisposed to it like like Peter, you you know you you quit drinking for a month, you know, and then you still kind of feel like ha- like you you still feel the call to have a beer or whatever, right? And then once you have one, it's really easy to have a second one. Yeah, you know? it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like, um, it's that. It's it's genetic for a lot of people, and, yep. and you know, like it's not so it's not as easy as just like just stop doing it for a little bit and you'll be fine. You know, it's not. Yeah, yeah. addiction's real, not like depression. Just stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the mantra for a lot of longtime addicts is like, "I'm not going to drink today." And that still right, is yeah. true 10 years later as it was like a month later. Yeah. But. yeah. Yeah. I remember my dad quit smoking. He thought he thought about smoking for years and years and years afterwards. Yeah. yeah. And plus you're, you're locked in a vault with nothing to do and you've been clean oh, for yeah, five years world, yeah, and yeah. all of a sudden, Hey, and, and not only are you the only addict, like, you know, everyone's an addict too. Although they're, they're going to take it from me. You know? They're going to, yeah, oh, they they're going to get it first. Party. They're, they're yeah. not going to leave. There's not going to be any left. Yeah. yeah um so some actually realized that the situation was intentional uh, and they recorded their anger of of being deceived and stuff well Um, i mean yeah you don't you don't accidentally like leave a bunch of heroin in a false wall in a rehab yeah (laughs) definitely (laughs) deliberate (laughs) yeah um eventually by the they didn't find it first do you think they'd be like knocking on the walls looking for copper wire like old yeah. hat, right and then they just find, they find like the the whatever like the 12-step program book that's actually just like the false it's the the trigger to open the false wall right they're going through the lockers and it's like hmm, who's this guy bill williams never never seen him before you know <laughs> <laughs> like apu's like uh the apu's alcohol-free beer fridge in yeah, the exactly. it's, it's just painted on it's a staircase up to the yeah. roof what, what if somebody wants alcohol free beer you know it's never come never up never come up <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, so eventually the gunners take over this by the time you get there. Um, the addicts have kind of destroyed themselves or left by the time you see it. But uh, you go in, you see all the gunners, you can shoot your way through there. And read yeah, the gunners work. being a faction of like mercenaries for hire, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, right. Who people, like people like not raiders? They they have like a bit more rules than just like your average raider band, but they're like they're people smugglers and they're into jet fire. and stuff themselves too, right? Like oh for sure, yeah. yeah. They're like they're they're raiders with a like a, a minor polish, basically. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Rip fuel is something the marines use, like in Iraq. It's which is again like a. A study drug. So, like the the fact that the the gunners are into yeah, amphetamine I mean, use is totally totally tracks. Amphetamines yeah. were invented for the Blitzkrieg, right? Like yeah, that's how, the, that's how the Blitzkrieg worked is because they gave them all meth and they were able to march for three days straight without yeah. sleeping. Like pretty crazy. It's the only way it could have worked. Yeah, there's like a story of like I don't know if it's a German or a Russian dude who ends up taking something like 40 times the dose of amphetamine and like getting from like way behind enemy lines all the way home just on this like crazy speed trip. But I have to look yeah. that one up. That could be a fun <laughs> story for another day. That could be a fun episode. Yeah. yeah. I think there's a dollop on him. But... Yeah. It, it sounds right. I might've heard it there actually. Do you think the guy who like announced the victory at, uh, of the battle, the when he ran the marathon and dropped dead was he using like ancient Roman amphetamines or whatever yeah, yeah. <laughs> or ancient greek amphetamines <laughs> cool all right so that was vault 95 the addict vault um now we're on to vault 96 in from fallout 76 um this is south of spruce knob campground west virginia for those who play I'll show you spruce knob baby <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh it's right by the savage divide in appalachia um so it's a research facility intended to monitor and study mutated wildlife. So there's genetic engineering used to develop anti-mutant countermeasures. Uh, there's only five staff individuals there. Um, okay. And it's an arc for an atomic age. So they're trying to just make it so after the bombs drop, we can still have our an- animals. Okay. There's okay. A- so there's animals in the vault? approximately 10,000 animals in there. Okay. Yeah. Big fucking vault. Just well, no, it's uh you know, you got cows, pigs, chickens, and then uh, just ants. Dogs, cats, <laughs> and then yeah, 900 different types of ants basically. <laughs> uh yeah, honestly to you that might be right with how many how many ants there are in the world. Uh, there's, there's like there's more than 900. You know what? Wait, any... wait, well, I mean, Lord Boy's Canon. Careful. Well, I, I'm saying proportionate to one cow, though. I don't know. Yeah. Like, uh, so ants have evolved from Vespoid Wasp ancestors in the Cretaceous periods. More than 13,800 of an estimated total 22,000 species have been classified. So, estimated 22,000 different species of ants. Just okay. ants. So, we can, yeah, this wouldn't even cover half the ants. <laughs> not, um, even ha- not even half the ants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, what's the point? Fuck. Uh, yeah. yeah. What, are, what are we doing this for? Yeah. That, oh, is that is that like the that that uh, I assume that's not the twist because we're cleverer than the writers uh, at Bethesda or Zenimax or whoever wrote Fallout seventy six. Um, but that'd be a good twist. It's just like yeah, you know, you you like lure on these like scientists, just like yeah, we're gonna save like all the most important animal species or whatever, and it's just like different types of like flies or whatever because like <laughs> ants are, are even more quest. interesting yeah maybe it's just like wasps maybe it's just yeah. stinging insects yeah. it's like yeah we're gonna we're gonna save all these different breeds of mosquito 
<laughs> that's a very Fallout quest, though, because that is like yeah. a goofy ass twist where you you fight your way through hordes of mutated insects, right? Yeah. Then you'd get to the terminal or the robot, like the robot concierge that's still there, so he can give you the lore dump as to what's happened. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, well, it's just the the guy who set up this vault fucking loved bees, and yeah. like, <laughs> and, and that's why it's it's the it's it's the literal honeypot vault, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> you guys should write for Fallout because that's more interesting. Uh, I think. I think what what they're trying to do here is probably explain why there's animals in Fallout 76 so early after the bombs dropped because um it's there's automated security measures that have these five people working around the clock for the arc of the atomic age and then if they don't meet their quotas um there's just like really intense punishments so the five people who work there sabotaged the security systems and escaped uh but they actually failed and were killed all the way out but oh. this, the test subjects for the are for the uh, the art for the atomic age they all escaped actually did manage to escape so okay. the okay. any animal you uh meet in the game either survived the bombs dropped or came from fault 96 came and fault 76 yeah i love how they felt the need to explain that <laughs> well no why would there be animals right yeah right. in horizon zero dawn they explain that too actually there's only like five types of animals and there's yeah, but a... in zero dawn the world is populated by fucking machine dinosaurs so yeah. the explanation does have to serve that serves a much better purpose it's just like why are there deer in virginia you know like, <laughs> well, yeah. after after dro- bombs drop i don't know i think yeah. it's a, i think it is important yeah to say. like there's it's yes and no i i do think like in, to some degree the animals would be more resilient because like they can already survive without supermarkets, right? Like, or yeah. supply chains. Like, so I think it, I think it would be just really easy to be like, yeah, I don't know. The cows just kept eating grass. Yeah. Right? yeah. Like some of them lived and they just kept eating grass. That's, that's yeah. how it I happened. Mean, you know, like, every animal and including our ancestors survived the extinction of the dinosaurs where the sun was blocked out and like yeah. a chunk of the atmosphere was on fire. Like I, <laughs> it's, it's not I, unrealistic. <laughs> I, I haven't played Fallout 76 and I, I my, you know, plot hole that I'd, I'd feel like I want to fix is the, I'm going to assume there's no surviving humans in Fallout 76, right? Like there's none that weren't in a vault that are still around. And so they're like, well, if if just like the bombs dropping actually just killed, like it's a year later, right? Or 25 years later? or It's, like, it's not it's, long. It's, you're, it's the first, we're the first ones out. I know, yeah. yeah. It's, but it's not that much longer. No, yeah. it's, it's not that long since the bombs dropped that these people are like, coming out so the fact that you don't find any other humans is like well why would you find animals and not humans right yeah um, either way i i'm yeah. with peter i think it's easier to just be like yeah something fucking lived or just don't just don't bring it up you know what yeah. i mean <laughs> let people on reddit post angrily about how it doesn't make any sense and just don't go on reddit and read it and people yeah. would have been <laughs> people would have enjoyed... any kind, that's a good piece of advice just don't read criticism of your own work <laughs> that's what happened to westworld People guessed the plot twist, so they changed season two and three, and now HBO's canceling it because it sucks. That's yeah. lost. That's also lost, right? Like, really? Lost. Every everyone guessed like they're like setting it up, like, oh, what's it going to be? And everybody season one was like, well, it's purgatory, right? And then they just like they didn't change the plot, but they worked so hard to like shoehorn in all these other scenarios that made it seem like it wasn't purgatory, uh, right? Yeah. It, it was like at the end, it's like, yeah, no, it was, it was purgatory, and everybody's like, yeah, we we knew, like it, <laughs> it was interesting, <laughs> you know. Like, Lost at the same thing. Yeah. And you know what? People probably would have liked Vault 70 or 96 better as just a crazy bee guy where you had to kill all his bees to get through and then find out that you (laughs) 
killed all the last bees in the world or something like it that. Just be Bobby LaBerge, just by himself with all his fucking bees. <laughs> get to the end and it's freaking Psycho Mantis. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that would have been more fun, but we didn't get that. Pain. Uh, Follow 76 is in 2102. I had to I had to Google that because I had no idea. So, yeah. Okay. okay. So, uh, it's 25 years. It's 25 years. We're about halfway through the end of the canon vaults, and we're about to jump into the hundreds. So going to Vault 101 next. So I think it's a good time. Can we, can we do Can we do Vault 100 before we go? Before we go to the break? Please. There please, is... please, please, JB. I don't want to wait for Christmas. <laughs> I'll look if it exists, but there's Vaults 100 is not an actual vault in the game. It was one in Fallout 3. Uh, its location would have been unknown because it was cut during development and it was an oh. un- only an unused un- inventory icon for its jumpsuit remains in the game files. So... I had to go off script for that one, but here you go. We'll come back Maybe with one of them. Where we got our bee guy? Could be. Could be. <laughs> A beekeeper. The beekeeper vault is vault 100. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll see you guys after. The Bye. Break. Right. Have a nice break. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, welcome back from the break. Um, us being Thank very Robin fa- Williams impression. <laughs> Hello, ho ho! It was a break. Ho ho! <laughs> it's me, I'm Kiri, uh, uh, robot at the bottom of the vault. Oh, <laughs> Michael, like a high. <laughs> so oh, look at me! I can't make any judgments. I'm a robot. <laughs> So, uh, we, we, us being very, very good podcasters, uh, forgot to shout out our new patrons at the start. So, Pete's... Yeah, uh, uh, do you have them? See, Jamie, sorry about this here. Jamie's not used to doing multi-parters, and so we we normally will write a reminder at the top of our script, right? Yeah. But Jamie, th- this, mul- this multi-parter was literally just Jamie getting halfway through his script last week and being like, or a quarter way through his script last week, and us being halfway through the episode, and yeah. him being like, well, let's just cut it off. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, let's, make it, let's make it a two-parter, essentially. So yeah. I'm going to guess he didn't think to go back and splice in a reminder to do the patron. I honestly don't think about doing that stuff a lot. I count on oh, my no? brain or one of you guys to to catch it and look where that got us. So yeah, <laughs> I always write it in because I'm always gonna forget. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, you relied on us and we fi- we fucked up. You're right, Jamie. I am <laughs> sorry. Um, but yeah, shout out and thank you to Jacob Berger, Cameron Brown, and Maxwell Thomas uh, yeah. for joining Patreon this week. Uh, continuing another batch of, of good names, of great names, great names yeah. in the Patreon. Honestly, yeah. if you guys want to, if you guys want to join the Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/TheLoreVoice, and maybe we'll remember to, to call you. <laughs> <laughs> Only if your name's cool, though. If you're like a John Smith or something like that, maybe just keep your three bucks to yourself. Frankly, yeah. 
Yep. Yeah. From like what I want is I, I want another I want a, another like I want a Stockwell day or like uh what's a there's there's some some a guy who's like Chester Haverfield. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Dick Wolf. Dick what's he Wolf's doing? Is Law and Order still on? Yeah. What what's boom, Dick Wolf doing boom, and why isn't he subscribing boom. to the Lore Boys page? When is that gonna Okay. Uh Vault 101. Uh this is Fallout 3. This is your, where you it's look- your home vault, baby. This is where you learn to do vault, right? Yeah. It was a social experiment which overseers were granted unlimited authority over a vault intended to remain closed indefinitely. Um, but overseer Alphonse Almodovar. That's his name? Alphonse Almodovar okay. uh, eventually began to I think use... It's, I think it's pronounced Alphonse. Alphonse Almodovar. <laughs> hey. <laughs> He, he goes up in the, the vault that's shut forever and he kicks it and it, it kicks the door <laughs> and it <laughs> wheels open. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, he sends secret uh, scouting parties into the surrounding wasteland, recruits an outsider, James, as a doctor, uh, and then the vault eventually falls into civil war after James and the Lone Wanderer escape. So, yeah, James is your dad, right? Yeah. Like that's Liam Neeson in the game? Yeah. Yep. So that's Vault 101 and Fallout 3 where you start out. He comes to the vault after your character's born. Like you're you're born in Rivet City on the on the aircraft carrier, I think. Because the uh, the I can't remember her name, but the doctor lady is there as well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that that sounds right. I think you weren't actually born in the vault, but you were brought there. Yeah. And then like as you're going up, you're like, "Wait, my dad left? How did he leave? Nobody can leave the vault." And then you find out later. Yeah. That um, that Alphonse kicked the door open, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love how the first second of that game, you hear like a squish and there's blood on the screen because you are a first-person baby simulator. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> very bizarre. Oh, and I know if you... oh, yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, I know if you use mods, you can detach the camera from the baby section and what you are is actually just playing your adult character self, but very tiny. Very small, ah. yeah. Yeah. A kid. I love the, uh, speaking, of, speaking of mods, there's a great Robaz YouTube video where you just start the game with a 44 Magnum and you're just a baby. And you, like, <laughs> you literally start the game with a 44 Magnum, so you're just the baby and you're walking around with your 44 Magnum. <laughs> can you uh, shoot Butch when he spits on your, uh, when yeah. he's like bullying yeah, you? Yeah, you, can just, you can just like, you blow him away, like uh, <laughs> your birthday party or whatever. Like, yeah, Lighten up your 10th birthday party. Right. Yeah. I forgot the beginning of Fallout 3 is like you started as a kid and like the way you live your childhood is your personality I, slash. I can't believe build. we're blowing past it without talking about the the Capital Wasteland's deadliest gang, the Tunnel Snake, honestly. Tunnel Snakes rule. Tunnel Snakes rule. <laughs> Just like the, the, the 50s greaser gang that, yeah. that's like taking up residence down there. I love that. Yeah. I fucking love that game so much. If yeah. like if I if I knew I wouldn't just play twelve hours and just be like I'm done, I would install this after. I would install that after this episode. But I'm like, no, I'll play Horizon. I'll play Proteus. Like I'll play new shit that I haven't beaten a thousand times. <laughs> like, yeah, I yeah. I mean, I so I got Fallout Four because it was on sale for thirteen dollars, the game of the year with all the all the DLC or whatever. Bar uh, Harbor rules. And while while I was while I was installing, I was like looking at my Steam library. I was like, I have fucking Dragon Age Inquisition installed. That I don't know when I bought it. I bought it on some sale or like got it for got it for hugely discounted for sure. Yeah. I'm like, I've never played it. Like I've never booted the game, but it's like <laughs> it's installed, it's on my PC, and it's just like waiting there. I'm sure I'll have a fine time with it. Like I like I did, like I am having with Fallout 4, right? Like 
yeah. I'm sure I'll enjoy the story and the world building enough to get through whatever the, whatever the gameplay mechanics are, right? Yeah, I mean, it's fine. Yeah. Inquisition, you have to play it as fast as possible because the story is fucking fantastic, but that is an MMO with no people in it. Like, I okay. don't know. It feels like they got to a certain point and they're like, this MMO blows, guys, and they just stripped out all the multiplayer, but this, didn't, okay. shrink the, didn't shrink the map at all. We had this conversation back in, like, the Bioshock episode when we used to talk oh, about hey, what yeah. we did yeah. before. And when one of us, I think I was playing Inquisition, the whole thing was like, yeah, go t- kill 10 chickens, come back. That's a side quest. Yeah. Um, but the main quest is good, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like the warrior pope, and someone is asking me to like help with their farm equipment. Like, I don't fucking, I don't understand <laughs> what's going on here. <laughs> yeah, I bought Fallout Four as well. I bought it in a bundle with Skyrim, and I've owned them on PlayStation forever. And now it's uh, time to revisit them on PC, I guess. So. <laughs> uh, all right. So Vault One Hundred Six. You can find this in Fallout Three, but also in the Fallout Bible. Ooh, yeah. So northeastern uh, Virginia in the Capital Wasteland. And it's a medical experiment studying the psychoactive drugs uh, that are released via air filtration systems. Uh, Voltec really does uh, love its doing an experiment on people through the air ducts. Yeah, like it's it's like the baseline of a vault is just like what do they put what do they put in the air? Yeah, wait, what's what's the what's the HVAC system like? Hmm? Hmm? Yeah, <laughs> there HVAC down there. And we can work with it. All right. Yeah. So there's uh, basically, like everything else, they go and kill each- uh, a bunch of violence erupts after the drugs happen, and they pretty much all kill each other. Uh, the drugs are still in the air, sli- air supply for 200 years, so anyone who goes in will still have uh, some psychoactive effects. I guess maybe you can oh, do yeah. that in Fallout 3. Yeah, yeah, I think you go in there and you hallucinate enemies as your dad, and you like kill your dad a bunch of times. Okay. Uh, uh, if you near the entrance is a cave filled with skeletons and a mini nuke uh so this suggests that the survivors were trying to blast outwards uh, but all died before then okay yeah so that's fun everybody died uh on to fallout one <laughs> vault 108 uh this one's also in fallout 3 it's a social experiment uh studying leadership conflicts so most management positions were to be filled by civilian uh, overseers and the power systems were designed to fail after 20 years. And there's okay. no entertainment. Uh, armory had uh, triple the standard ordinance in it. And in addition, um, the vault also had a cloning device. So they've got uh, a bunch of failed power Anyone who leads, they're going to fail after 20 years. There's nothing to entertain themselves, and they have triple the firepower and a cloning device, so fun. Um, <laughs> Just yeah. having some fun with it. Yeah. And this one, uh, you might remember, because it's a pretty memorable one, because of the cloning. Oh! It's Gary! This it's is a Gary, Gary one. Gary! Yeah, it's yeah. Gary. Ha ha ha! Gary! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's... Uh, if, for those of you who have played the game, you'd recognize this one because by the time you get there, it's just a vault filled with Garys. Um, but like before that, there's a hollowed ta- a tape in the cloning lab. Uh, they were trying to... Um, it describes their efforts to clone a man repetitively. That every time the man Gary was cloned, he immediately became hostile to non-clones, with each one <laughs> becoming more violent. So... <laughs> 
After the 53rd was no different, the staff began to wonder what to do with all the clones. Now we've got 53 Garys. Um, <laughs> 53 and... Garys with beer on the wall. 53 <laughs> Garys with beer. We pass it around. 53 Garys with beer on the wall. Yeah. And then shortly thereafter, they had Gary 54 uh, with, the, with even more aggression. And this time he injured the doctor, uh, Dr. Peterson, during examination. And the entry oh, also... Oh, we need to clone more Gary, so I need to create the perfect man. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> Dr. Peterson. I do, yeah. I do. It's just like, like you've got his hollow tape where he's like crying. He's just like, yeah. and I tried to make the perfect Gary? The paragon of the Gary. <laughs> Nothing you woke leftist liberals will take from me another Gary. Got my cage of rats. This yeah. Gary uh, appears to have autism. Which is a sign of hypermasculinity because of the extra uh, testosterone in the womb. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's something he actually said. He believes that yeah, autism yeah. is hypermasculinity. But, anyways. Um, I, do love that it, I do love that you said they get to 53, and it was after 53 that they're, start to, they're starting to say, what do we do with all these 53 extra mouths to feed? Yeah. Uh, and then yeah. it's literally the, the 54th one that ends up like injuring the, the only doctor on board. Right? Yeah. Like... Uh, so then the, after injuring Dr. Peterson, he said, well, uh, it's come to light that we must destroy some of the Gary's. Um, that's gonna be a, that's gonna be his next controversy now that he's gone completely crazy after his Russian coma. <laughs> Threatened to kill all the Garys. <laughs> yeah. Woke more or less. Uh, Joe Rogan in his bow tie talking about killing Garys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they say they're gonna start killing all the Garys to make room for many more tests. Uh, this is all we know. So by the time we get there, there's a bunch of fucking Garys. Uh, they could have killed half the Garys and made 54 more Garys at this point. We don't know. Um, but Jordan Peterson... That's law of Garys, right? Where it's just yeah. like, you, 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 they tried to kill the Garys, but the, the Garys had to defend themselves unless it was yeah. to harm a human or something? Yeah. The Garys had to defend themselves unless they were overweight women on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the Garys... By the time you get there, it's, it's a very memorable vault if you go back and play Fallout 3. They're like, oh yeah, there's a bunch of guys saying Gary trying to beat you to death with tire irons. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they're like not even that hard to beat either. Too like it's just like Gary running at you, and you can just like shoot him in the head, and he's dead. But uh, yeah, 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 shoot him in the head, think, and he's dead. Yeah. Do you think like uh, the Garys resorted to like Gary cannibalism? Uh, could be. It could, yeah, <laughs> I uh, I only eat um, Gary meat. Um, <laughs> and now I wake up in the morning, all of my anxieties gone. <laughs> oh my god, that, that guy is just my favorite guy to hate, man. He's yeah, it's such guy. a good time. He's easy to hate. Yeah. yeah. All right, and and it's a cartoon on top of it. It's even better. Yeah, it sounds like. <laughs> so Vault One Eleven, uh, Fallout Four. This is the Fallout Four vault that you get to experience um it's a medical experiment studying long-term effects on cryogenic stasis on unwitting substance uh, subjects so this is the this is the lone wanderers or the soul survivors vault in in four yeah yeah uh, yeah. Can I just say, sorry, I, I've been going through the vaults kind of alongside you or whatever, and Vault 109 is from the Fallout board game, 
which is cool. I didn't know they had a board game, so I'm, I'm Googling the Fallout board game. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently it's a board game that you can play solo, which is has got me very interested because just because <laughs> I live in the middle of nowhere and it's hard to get people out for a board game. Yeah. But. It's a high-class fancy vault filled with products from Mary May Ticknor and Fields and Fallons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Havin trade had trade with Vault 84, but he died in the facility uh, after it became flooded with radiation. So it's, yeah, Fallout the board game. There's a couple there from Fallout yeah, the board if game. You look at the, if you look at like the board game token, it looks like a nuke was dropped on, like fell on top of the vault essentially. So I, I guess it's like outside is completely irradiated and then also like some ends up like leaking in uh, through like what like the vault doesn't actually stand uh withstand a bomb. Uh, I have all the vaults. I just only included the ones that are in the game, but I'm happy to jump to other ones too. Yeah, no, I, I again I'm I'm kinda just going through them like I'm on the yeah. I'm on the fandom wiki yeah. and I'm just using like the URL slug and and it's like fallout.fandom.com slash wiki slash vault underscore and then it's the number, so I'm just incrementing the number as we go, kind of thing. <laughs> and I tried 109 just to see if there was one. Nice. In between, and it and came up. It came up. I found that. And then I just cool. thought I'd call out that there's a board game. If any of our listeners have played the board game, let me oh, know if it's any let good. Let us know, yeah. It's got a mix of reviews online is what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. We'll see if I get it. Yeah. Uh, vaults. Where 111. Were we? 111. Yeah, I was wondering why that one was just another air filtration drug one. <laughs> now that was um, reading backwards. Uh, so yeah, one eleven cryo cryo lab. Cryo. Uh, if you played the game, you know that you go and you wake up and you see your son being stolen, and that is the whole uh, beginning of of Fallout Four. And then you wake up and you realize it's been a hundred more years, and you still don't have your kid. And uh, play Fallout Four if you want to figure out what happens next. Yeah, there's also, you can go back to that one, and if you have a high enough lock lock picking skill, you can get a unique weapon. That's like a liquid nitrogen gun that freezes yeah. enemies. Yep. Which I never did. Oh, because, yeah. Uh, I forgot about that. I'm going yeah. to get that right after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I, I never was... did it, because I, I didn't spec into lock picking in Fallout 4. But uh, I always knew, like, oh, like, what are all the unique weapons you can get? Um, and one of them is, like, the cryolator or something. Yeah, and yeah, it's, I, you see it, like, you can, it's really noticeable when you first start the game. You just, like, yeah. you can't grab yeah. it, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Next I have time, Master Lockpicking and I have Master Hacking. So. Oh, Let's easy go. peasy. <laughs> I've been playing Skyrim. I don't have Master Lockpicking, but I never gave the skeleton key back, so... Yeah. oh yeah me neither <laughs> i think everyone just holds on to that till till they're done with it basically yeah. it's so fucking stupid like i can't that. believe it yeah. yeah uh all right so vault 112 uh this is in fallout 3 this is smith casey's garage uh in in virginia that's where you can find it it was intended to be only 85 occupants in a virtual reality world for yeah it's the death. metaverse one okay yes yeah, yeah. yes yeah so, Tranquility Lane Simulation. Yeah. Yeah. And the vault was built to house and tend to the needs of its overseer, Dr. Um, Mark Zuckerberg, or Stanislaus yes. <laughs> Braun, creator of the Garden of Eden Creation Kit, which is kind of cool. Oh, oh okay. Interesting. Yep. Okay. Um, so within it, Braun installs Virtual Reality Simulator and the Visiontron Loungers, uh, initially containing several simulated utopias. The last of which is the Tranquility Lane simulation. Uh, the system should have permitted a select few to live a perfect life, virtually, if not practically, forever. Um, 
But once they got into the virtual reality pods, uh, Braun would take over their worlds and um, they would become his playthings. So he This would... is that uh, James Corden selling us all out to the Matrix yeah, exactly, vault yeah. that we talked about on the bonus, I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you want to hear the James Corden uh, selectively selling us out to the Matrix vault and follow it for lore, then subscribe to the Lore Boys Patreon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll make a lot more sense. Yeah. <laughs> I would. So that it, 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 he would torture people. He would put you in the peak of exam season, but it's during an Adderall shortage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is, this is like main story and in, in follow th- three. You have to, you have to go to this vault, I think mm-hmm. to progress the story. He's trapped your dad there, right? As a yeah, dog. Or he, he had, Oh yeah. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you, you go into that and you have to beat him at his own game kind of thing. And it's like, if you can outsmart him in the simulation, you fry his brain and he lets you go. Or yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and what he would do to most people who weren't as clever as you, the player character, is he would kill them, uh, wipe their memory, resurrect them, and kill them again. So just. Okay. Yeah. Fun, fun real stuff. God, real God complex, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's what Duck wants to do in the metaverse, obviously. Oh, for sure. Disguise himself as a little girl in the 50s and then run, like, just, like, run, like, a psychopath through a suburban town and kill all the people who bullied him in high school. Yeah, he wants wants to pay people in the Philippines to be NPCs, and then he wants to, yeah. Oh, yeah, that, too. He wants to make a... People he knows in high school. He wants to make a really popular uh, amusement park. Then once he gets the population up near Max turn all the roller coasters into death traps. And yes. <laughs> you guys did that too. Tear down right? all the equipment. Yeah, tear down all the uh tear down all the rides and then wall yeah. off the exit. Mm-hmm. You get the yeah, you use like the accelerating chain lift or whatever. Yeah. And then like yeah. it starts and then you pause the game and you just remove the track or whatever. So it just shoots off into space essentially. Yeah. Yeah, you just smash into a, a billboard who tells you who to vote for or whatever because it's Facebook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> like smash into a minion meme on a billboard that tells you who to vote for. Uh, yeah, so that's Vault One Twelve. Uh, there's only two left in the canon games, uh, so that's uh, Vault One Fourteen. This is Fallout yeah, Four. So this, this is the one that I was talking about before. The wealthy okay. inhabitants would be stripped of yeah. luxury. Yeah, it's like it's it's pretty it's a pretty cool one. So like in the game, it's being used by like like you rescue Nick Valentine the like the synth pulp detective there oh yeah uh, in this vault like this is the vault that you go and rescue him from because like other like 1930s gangsters are like holding them up there um skinny malone's yeah. gang got him yeah, yeah skinny yeah. malone's calling skinny him malone. a mook or whatever yeah yep. um so you got on like a lot of the terminals and a lot of the consoles like talk about you know the vault experiments and it's it's just like there's one it's like so it's all like high-ranking dignitaries like government officials like people people of power and people of like high society i guess uh and it's just like throwing them into like i said it's like the toilets are like separated by like shower curtain like just shower curtains you know and it's like communal showers with no shower curtains or anything uh and like everybody's like um all the apartments are like single room like the bathrooms in the in the kitchen in the living room in the bedroom and like kind of thing like a um, shitty dorm basically yeah, and there's there's some great hollow tapes that are like recorded where they're like interviewing for the overseer. So they're like specifically looking for somebody with like a strong anti-authority bias and like no experience in in government to be the overseer <laughs> of like all these politicians essentially. Uh, so it's just, like there's people like interviewing and it's like they're like clearly like really good candidates and the interviewer just like keeps cutting the interview short. Just like no, I think we're good. We, we've got what we need. Thank you. It's like oh, are you sure you don't want to see like my LSAT scores or, or whatever. Uh, <laughs> 
pretty uh pretty funny little vault i'd say they made another one in uh the net the last one that's in games that we're going to talk about is vault 118 and that's from fallout 4 far harbor oh wait can i sorry can i read a, a quote from the the oh, 114 page? please yeah please so the overseer was chosen. I, sorry, I wasn't sure if you were actually going to talk about it a bit, or uh, but you let me talk about it. Yeah. So uh, an overseer was chosen when the interview process dredged up a man known only as Soup Can Harry. <laughs> <laughs> he refused to provide his legal name, which he referred to as a rank and number branded by the government. Oh, hell. Believed- oh he's a sovereign citizen, dude. Let's <laughs> yeah, yeah. fucking go. <laughs> and believe the government used taxes to fund Illuminati, Freemason sex parties. <laughs> <laughs> They Duke got Ken. the most paled man on the earth and they made him the overseer. <laughs> yeah. Ken was presumably homeless as he applied that he slept in dumpsters. He also appears to have eaten a Braxo cleaner before as he is recorded saying, I've seen the back of them Abraxo boxes. Not for consumption. Don't you tell me what to do. I'll eat what I want. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Oh, man. Soup can Harry. That's that's so good. Especially now. Like, I love how that's like, what is the craziest man that you could possibly have like there are elected officials who are that crazy uh, like yeah. currently now right the, like, the rand paul vote right like, yeah. <laughs> no he's like a libertarian i'm talking about like the straight up like marjorie taylor greens like the the, the actual q-pilled lunatics right okay. yeah <laughs> yeah so there's another one that's kind of similar to instead of all wealthy inhabitants would have to live in poverty um it's a social experiment where they take 10 wealthy residents who live in luxury well, there's 300 who live in squalor, uh, with the wealthy residents having total uh, authority over everything. Okay. In a, a regular society vault, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, lower yeah, class. Like honestly, like it should be 10 to 3,000, or yeah. like maybe 30,000 to make it like yeah. actual real life. But there we go, talking about the class divide again. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> Stop bringing it up. <laughs> you don't want me to talk about it. Yeah, uh, that's that's not to you guys. That's to video gamer. The yeah, lower yeah, class section was never completed due to embezzlement of construction funds. Oh hell <laughs> yeah! <laughs> and uh, the inhabitants of the luxury section eventually transferred themselves into robo brains to achieve immortality and to continue to op- occupy the vault. So when you get there, I guess there's ten people uh, living in robots. I am, and... I am looking forward to this DLC. I'll say so. Far Harbor <laughs> is. Far Harbor is really good because they took the criticism of Fallout 4 and then just fixed everything and released it as DLC. Like Far yes. Harbor rules, and I do remember there was a murder mystery quest in that in that oh, vault. It's so fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. I love a good whodunit. Yeah. yeah. Um so looking onwards, this is pretty much all of the ones that are in the game. We're in almost an hour. I'm just kind of looking through to see if the, any of the ones outside of uh the game that are still in canon are fun to talk about. Oh, there's um, where's the one with the panther? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's re- like one furry porn artist, and then uh, and like one furry porn artist and ninety nine degenerates, and it's to see like what that has effect on, like on his work on his work schedule in the vault. Exactly. I accidentally <laughs> deleted the vault numbers. Did I? Oh no, here there. Okay. Yeah. So um. Social experiment uh, in Vault 43. This is not actually in the game, but it's in uh, part of the comic, One Man and a Crate of Puppets. It's just yeah, reference. Yeah, Penny Arcade one, yeah. Yeah. A social experience where you put 20 men, 10 women, and a panther. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So I wonder what happens there. We don't get to find out, but we get to imagine. Um, there's one that's just I mean, 30 people could kill and eat a panther. Like, you, you maybe probably. someone get killed, a couple of people get, like, probably pretty badly hurt, but ultimately you can take that fucking thing down. It's a big yeah. cat, but, like, yeah. although you don't go with it one at a time, like, it's Assassin's Creed, so the panther can just parry <laughs> everyone and kill them instantly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Vault 53 was an interesting one. Uh, really annoying. All of the equipment was designed to break down every few months. Um, so uh, while... You have everything to repair it, but it's just going to break every few months. So everything you fix, you know, is just going to break down, like, very soon. Um, okay. Yeah. It's the, the stew pickles vault, basically. Yeah. from The Red home Nets. ownership uh, one. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's, 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 a, it's a real adult living vault. <laughs> uh, let's see what else there's we got. A, there's two vaults, 68 and 69. 69. I was just about to mention that one. Those are very good. So 68 is uh, 1,000 people in the vault, one woman. 69 is uh, a thousand people, one man. Yep. One of those, one of those is abjectly way more horrifying than the other. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely. One of those is a horror story. And one of those is like probably a thriving society. Just the way, <laughs> yeah. Just the way that, uh, reproduction works unless, uh, Oh, just the way that reproduction works. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, yeah, yeah. Well, just <laughs> to have kids, right? Like it, it would t- one generation would be so easy with the one man. And as long as the man, uh, had everything he needed to, to imagine he couldn't get it up with a thousand women. Oh yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, it's one man and a thousand women in the vault, but there's no Gatorade for his refractory period or whatever. They all die within a year. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. The the vault is designed that as soon as all of the women are gone and the man is left, then that's when the Cialis door opens up or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Just missed it. The false ceiling collapses. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. As soon as I little, little confetti cannon and like a good morning. So, so good. <laughs> good morning, good morning. It's great. Uh, Stay up late. Yeah. Vault, Vault 70 is a social experiment in which jumpsuit extruders would fail after six months, dra- six months drastically reducing clothing. Oh, yeah. Uh, the majority of the inhabitants were members of local Mormon congregations. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to well, that- be a new Vegas one because you do go to... It's in Salt Lake uh, City, that vault. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. it's not it's not in any game. It's from the Bible and and Van Buren, which is a code name for uh, canceled Fallout Three. Canceled Fallout Three. Yeah. You can you can acquire it legitimately online. In quotes, I've I've played Van Buren. It's oh, yeah. it's just um, it's like three D Fallout Two, so it's not sprite art anymore. It's okay. uh, it's all right. Cool. If it's I like ever go through one and two, maybe I'll try uh, Van Buren. Fallout Tactics uh, is non-canon. It has like there's really? a Fallout Tactics. Yeah. yeah, I've played that. I have it on GOG. It's uh not great. I didn't like it at least. It's got nine um, out of ten on Steam. Yeah, I wasn't uh, I wasn't down for it at the time. It's non-canon for for the world, but it. Yeah. I love I love that I get the uh, the Steam. Are you old enough to view this? And I, it's just of course I am. My birthday is the first of January, nineteen twenty-six. Yeah, I, I always do that, man. Nineteen ten. The default that's in for me, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's one of the vaults from Fallout Tactics, Vault Zero. Um, it's the command and control facility monitoring the vault experiments, and it's managed oh, okay, yeah. by the calculator, which is an AI supercomputer using the brains of America's greatest geniuses as processors and personality templates. So every okay. super genius in America, I guess, is like Futurama head in a jar plugged into a computer. I don't know. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, they've got um, the my favorite DLC for New Vegas, which was um, Old World Blues. You go, you go to Big Mountain, like the research facility, and like the the primary characters are all like there are three TV screens attached to a, like a brain in a box, yeah. which like it's like two eyes and then just a mouth for some reason on there. <laughs> and one yeah. of them, we brought it up. Uh, one of them is voiced by the same guy who voices Doctor Venture, and he's basically oh. the same character as well wow. from Venture Brothers. Very good, very good. Yeah, there's one uh, Vault Forty Two. No light bulbs more than forty watts were provided. Sure, that sounds uh, all right. Yeah. Uh, oh, del- yeah, it'd just be like slightly dimmer than yeah. what you're used to. I guess your eyes would just atrophy slightly. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> one that was meant for a thousand people, they just put two thousand in it. Vault twenty-seven. Why not? Brutal. It's just the uh, the Japanese metro system during rush hour vault. Right? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it's, it's the for-profit prison vault. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Vault 77, we talked about last time. Uh, that's the one man with his crate of puppets. And yeah, uh, at one point, like he has uh, the mayor of the vault, which is another puppet, gets killed. And uh, they say that it was other puppets. And the vault boy puppet starts talking to him and being like, you're the only one I can trust. He ends up leaving the vault at one point, And these slavers come by and they start laughing at him. And the slavers turn their back. And then he goes and kills that group of slavers and then their entire camp of slavers. So um, basically no one's going to fuck with the men with the puppets anymore. Um, Yeah, he's like a Manchurian candidate, basically, but with puppets. Yeah, that's Vault 77. It's a cool one that isn't isn't in the game that like it'd be cool to encounter the the puppet man in the game sometime. Yeah, it's it's in three, but it's like it's completely unknown in three. Why the Raiders of Paradise Falls? fear this guy so much they do talk about like somebody who they fear and there is like a group that's super scared of the guy from vault 77 but it's like not established but the right uh, the comic was like official it was like like it was the uh co-created by the the lead designer uh of fallout 3 so cool i might have to come back and play fallout 3 because i didn't actually play it back in the day i watched people play it um i adore it yeah yeah i mean yeah and you know what? I've I mean, been able to stomach New Vegas, so probably Fallout Three, same experience, right? They look the same. Game, yeah, gameplay it's, wise, yeah, it's it's very very similar. Okay. Yeah, there's no but, iron sights in Three, uh, but okay. you just use vats for everything anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah. There's fewer longer quests. Is the one thing that I've always preferred about Fallout Three is it was a very limited amount of content, but it's all very curated. Whereas yeah. like New Vegas and Four have tons of shit to do, which is fine. Yeah. Right. But, like, I think there's, like, 40 quests in Fallout 3, and nice. they're all great. Like, I, obviously, like, I remember the one where you get a violin for an old lady. Yeah. You know, yeah. 13 years later. Yeah. I'm probably going to play Fallout 4, too, because I did buy the bundle of Skyrim and Fallout yeah, you 4 or whatever. It. So <laughs> I'll probably be after Ethan, after I beat Skyrim. Uh, I'll just go on to Fallout 4. Last time I did a an Agi build, with it's just all vats and, like, the that, underground... Railroad yeah, people with the that one gun you get from them. I forget what their name is, but the the railroad they're called. Oh, yeah, um, is it? And that's the yeah, people. Wait, you love... get the silenced uh, handgun, right? Yeah. Are those the robots have feelings to people or those? Yeah, it's the yeah. Harriet Tubman Underground Railroad or yeah. Secret Railroad. Uh, Underground Railroad. Underground Railroad. Underground Railroad. Yeah. yeah. Where um, black people are robots. Tunnel. Yeah, black people. Westworld. In 
In uh, that, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it's it's a parallel to Harriet Tubman's like freeing the black slaves is freeing the synths trap like enslaved by the institute, right? Right. Is that the idea? They have the a world? gun that is like really efficient on vats or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so I remember building like a vats build and going for that gun, and you could just shoot it like ten times in vats, so you you'd like kill anything as it happened. Yeah, I I went a vats build with like the luck tree, so like I'm I'm heavy into luck. Nice. So there's like um, perks which let you like store store criticals. So oh, it's, cool. every time you sh- you hit something in vats, you get like a little bit of like progress towards that. Yeah. So you can just store like I like right now I have like you can store two and then you can also fill your bar so you can have three three criticals. So it's just, oh, like sure. anytime you anytime you run to a hard enemy, it's just like bam three criticals. It's like they're they're definitely dead. You know? Yeah, nice. I did the in Skyrim I'm playing through again. I just did the sneak archer build because I wanted something fast or whatever. But at the same time in Skyrim, you can just use other stuff. Like I just got Volendrung that we talked about it uh, in Elder Scrolls Six, right? That's the hammer that the Dwemer made that dropped yeah, for yeah. the Hammerfell. That's where Hammerfell. Yeah, is. it was Volenfell originally, right? Yeah, yeah, and I got that from Malakath, and I've been using that. I have like. 20 skill in two-hander still fun to go whack something with a fucking yeah. two-hander <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah. anyways i think I that's like it the for... decapitation oh. executions with blunt weapons in skyrim because yeah. you just kind of like bonk their head off their body it just yeah. like breaks off like a scarecrow yeah, yeah. <laughs> well it breaks off like a vat skill in fallout right like where yeah, you, yeah you just target just the, hell, the head and you get the vat skill and their head just like pops off like boop yeah. Like Since I've ground. mostly been doing archery, I didn't get a lot of those, but I just went and did uh, the mages' college or whatever and uh, Winterhold. Winterhold. Yeah. Yeah. And when I hit Encano uh, for the last time, I knocked his head clean off, and everybody hates <laughs> that guy. So it, it yeah. Feels good. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that's Skyrim. Uh, a lot of good Bethesda games out there. They're still good even after all this time. But that's our episode for Fallout for now. Um, if you want to find me, look in the Discord. It should be in the link. I've been doing the links lately, and I'm not sure if I'm doing po- properly. So, someone who, who who pays attention, like our Davids, our Darnells, our our, our people who are talk to us a lot. Are you just copy and pasting mine? Because it yeah, work. and I'm not referring to other episodes. I should be doing that, but I haven't been. Uh, yeah, well, what can you do? Can't yeah. all can't all be as talented as me. <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, you, you do the edit, so yeah, a lot of your links do. Yeah, yeah, your your Discord link is fine. The links the link to the Discord is below. All right, do check it out. Cool. And uh, Peter, where uh, can we find you? Uh, Discord at Lordbrice Podcast on Instagram. Um, there is a link to our merch as well. You are free to check that out. I'm hoping to change stores, but we sold a couple. Haven't gotten an answer or... back. Yeah, and sold a couple hoodies, so thank you to... It always is, like, anonymous bot, so whoever bought the hoodies, thank you very much. Um, yeah, so at Lorboy's Podcast on Instagram, at Squared Idea for my comic. Uh, other artists are getting stuff put up there as well, so if you're interested in my thing, or you're not, and you might be interested in something else, uh, Squared is putting up a lot of stuff these days, so check them out too. Um, and yeah, that's it. I draw a picture. That's, that's me. Also, pay us. Patreon link below. Yeah, uh, if you guys like the show, want to support it, uh, you can do us a favor and uh, tell your friends or post on Facebook about it or, uh, you know, post on post in your favorite Discord server to start spamming our show, our latest episodes, tell people that you like it. Um, we don't advertise at all, so the only way that the show grows is is when you guys tell people about it, basically. Uh, it doesn't really grow otherwise unless somebody happens to stumble across it on Spotify or something like that, like a lot of you did. 
uh, and we appreciate you guys sticking around for it. Um, if you want to support the show financially, uh, we do have a Patreon. We'll, we'll read your your names halfway through an episode after we realize we forgot. No problem. Uh, <laughs> Anytime, dude. Whenever you want. <laughs> Patreon.com slash the lore boys for that. Uh, and we have a couple different tiers with a couple different options uh, that give you access to a couple different things. Um, Radical. Yeah. And of course, we also have Lore Boys Prime, uh, which is pretty exciting. This week's uh, Lore Boys Prime. Uh, we're giving out some lessons. Uh, so we're going to need you guys to study up. We are giving out unicycling lessons right. uh, to teach you guys uh, how to do that. Um, we're not asking for much in payment. We need uh, you guys to collect some bugs for us. We need you guys to go into the world, <laughs> catch some lightning bugs, you know, catch catch your This is all mosquito. from the patron. So patrons, yeah. you'll understand this tomorrow. But Yeah, but but it also ties back because uh, we need these bugs because we're creating a vault. We'll nice. have you guys know. Nice. And it's going to be the bug vault that Peter and I talked about. We, we figure the best way to get Bethesda's attention as writers in the Fallout uh, series is to create a vault with a true-to-life uh psychosocial experiment going on inside <laughs> of it uh which is obviously going to be none of the bugs are going to be in uh containers at all in the actual vault so everyone living in the vault is going to have to cohabitate with a lot of bugs and they're going to be the people are going to be the primary source of food for the bugs oh. where it's like you know you're just gonna have to give up some of your blood to mosquitoes like a couple times a week you know, God, a week. Mosquito, yeah. The mosquito population stays healthy. But right? you know, it's 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 give and take because you can have a, a nice juicy worm later. You know that. Yeah, whenever yeah. whenever they dry, they drop dead of of natural causes. We'll we'll be baking them into uh, high efficiency protein bars to to feed back <laughs> to the population. Essentially, so, uh, it really is like a beautiful self contained circle of life. Yeah, uh, we need some people we... to maintain the filthy bird bath in the middle of the vault too, so the so the mosquitoes can always breed too, right? <laughs> Yeah. And then I, we are going to have to instigate a uh, nuclear apocalypse. I would eat more bugs. To really get Bethesda's uh, attention. So. I, I would eat more bugs if it was like something that was more readily available. I've had crickets and stuff before. They don't taste so bad. You put a little seasoning on them, and they're crunchy it's like chips. What the billionaires want to hear, Jamie. Don't say that shit. Yeah. Well, no, it's <laughs> it's more sustainable than uh, some other stuff. You know, That's exactly what the billionaires want to hear, Jamie. Don't say that <laughs> yeah. shit. It's, 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 it's more Gacy's sustainable eating arms. Eating okay. billionaires is more yeah <laughs> yeah and th they're they're crunchy too <laughs> <laughs> they're dry they're dried up and sold it yep i mean uh, you <laughs> so, so yeah if you guys want to get your unicycle lessons uh comes with a free uh prescription of adderall of course and a jar of bugs uh, to help to help get you through the the lessons to help you help you with your your homework your unicorn lesson i can no joke help you home. learn to ride a unicycle if you need it guys. no joke like, yeah none of these have ever been a joke and this one is no exception <laughs> okay so. you're right you're right uh Send us a bottle of bugs at your at your earliest convenience, mm -hmm. and uh, I think that would cost you a lore boys. Lore boys, out. Goodbye. Out. right society that they yeah. that they idolize right speaking of being in good shape i was playing skyrim yesterday and i was sitting in this chair for for, <laughs> okay, yeah, uh, for a little sure. while and uh i like at one point i'm just like not i'm not flexing my back and i just kind of like went back a little bit and a cough hit me out of nowhere so <clears throat> and i my back hurts now because i coughed when i wasn't flexing my back properly <laughs> and it just like too quickly flexed my back you know and yeah. You know? 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.